Hello, everyone. I'm Colin Tessier of Wrestling.com, joined by Robert D. Felice to talk about Friday Night SmackDown tonight. Robert, how you doing? I'm doing all right, Colin. How are you? It's Friday night. We're ready for a good time. It's Friday night. I had a good time because Tamina and Natalia won the women's tag team titles. And we're going to talk about that and a bunch of other stuff that happened before we do. Just remind you all of this show, like everything we do here at WrestleZone, is available on any number of streaming platforms, whether it's SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, whatever it may be. Chances are we've got you covered. So leave a like, subscribe. We appreciate you. We appreciate your support. Um, so, Robert, tonight, my gosh, <laughs> it finally happened. Tamina and Natalia won the, the women's tag team titles. And I was so relieved. Not, not as a knock against Nia Jax or Shane, and Shayna Baszler, not as a, a praise necessarily of Tamina and Natalia, but these titles needed change. And I, this was the night for it. I, I couldn't wait any longer. I don't know about you, but um, man, I'm, I'm just glad this happened. And Nesha Kirsi agreeing that she's ha happy to see this change. Uh, and a friend of the show, Iridian Fierro, saying, yeah, we got Pyro for this. They, they went they went, they went the whole nine yards. We got the whole shebang. We got we got a post-match promo about how dreams come true. We got, you know, oh, they, they, went all, they went all the way with this one. Well, so how long were Shayna and Nia actually champs? Did they have a break? They won it or? in January. Okay, game. so they did have a break. That's right, because Asuka and Charlie beat them. But Correct. pretty much they were champions from, like, August onward. Yep. So, yes, this was a long time coming. Tamita Snuka is champion. Tamita Snuka is a champion. Now, she was a 24-7 champion. But this is, oh, like, her first belt. <laughs> and that's wild. Colin, 11 years. 11 years man that it's crazy it is crazy to think about and natalia too natalia you know i guess she won the the divas title way back in 2010 um, she won the raw chat no she won the smackdown title she beat naomi didn't she well still you know by and large you know long stretches of obscurity and not holding titles so so you know, like good for the, her good for tamina the pessimist in me goes I don't like the message you're sending of, hey, just stick around for 11 years. We'll get to you. You know, like that's that's not great. But my God, Tamina Snuka is champion and I couldn't be happier. She pinned Naya. You know, hopefully this is the end for that tag team yeah. and the beginning for a new one. And by the way, Tamina and Natalia can now go on Raw and SmackDown. So that's I good can. for Raw as well. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I meant to say this earlier, but as DJ Gassier pointed out, uh, New Jack passed away earlier this afternoon. So definitely rest in peace and our condolences to him, uh, his family and friends. Definitely a big loss for the wrestling world there. Um, but Robert, yeah, I mean, there's something, I don't know, it's a bit of a, a toss-up, right? The, the message that, hey, if you if you stick around and you know wade through all the crap of being <laughs> being in WWE for 11 years, eventually you're going to get your chance. They're in Fierro saying that this is what they said in the promo. If you fight for your dreams, your dreams will fight for you. Did right? they really get, give that, really? Please. I don't know if that's a direct quote, but that was essentially the message. Like, oh, you know, Okay, yeah, dreams, that's a Daniel Bryan line. I was going to say that the girls can't just rip off our boy D. Brian, when he's not even, we're not even sure where he's gonna end up. Nope. I, uh, here's another fun fact Jimmy Snuka never won a belt. I know, very oh. controversial right now, Jimmy Snuka, but never won a belt in WWE. A lot of people forget he loses that IC title cage match to Morocco where he jumps off. Um, Anvil, obviously, tag team champion. Natalia finally does it. 
I this is a cool moment for them. By the way, I'm gonna get one more pessimistic thing out of the way. You should have done it in front of people when you had people chanting for Tamina Sadaka. That's okay. That's okay. You corrected the course and you got it done. Yeah, at least it's done now. And kind of in along a similar vein, Nestor is saying that uh, Tamina and Natalia both should have held titles more than they have. And yeah, you know, there's nothing we can really do about that now. But that is true that they certainly deserved to get recognized. And while Natalia has held titles, Tamina, other than the 24-7 title, has not. So um, at least there's at least they have this, you know, and that is something. Definitely getting a good amount of support in the comments from the show. Nando saying con- uh, congratulations to Tamina. DHKSA saying glad for Tamina. There's just a lot of positivity. It feels like a lot of it's generated ever- for Tamina because Tamina deserves something. Natty's yep. had belts. That's the difference. Yes. Is Natty's had belts. Natty's had moments. Natty's been in major SummerSlam matches, major WrestleMania matches. Tamina Snuka deserves this. And I'm very glad yes. for her. I was just so relieved. And yeah, I, I really hope that Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, you know, hopefully they'll be splitting up at the very least. And ideally, they'll be both uh, off to bigger and better things. But it's, it's just funny. We're talking I, about. Ideally, Shayna Baszler starts just straight up murdering people on Monday Night Raw. Man, I I love the the brutal knee strike she does. Like she's just one of I've said it pretty much several times when we talk about her matches, but she's one of the best strikers, at least in WWE today. Like, and I, I think that she, they should just unleash her, let her go off and just push her again. And you know, when you've got when she's on if she she's on Raw, so you know, she could easily face Ray Ripley, Asuka again, or Charlotte Flair. There's a lot of good matchups there. So hopefully big things, good things are in her future as well. It's just funny. We're, we're sitting here talking about the women's tag team titles. Like this is for me one of the bigger stories tonight because I'm I'm just that relieved. Because um, yeah, they it's been a long long overdue change. And I'm excited about it. Something else I'm excited about is this continuing soap opera opera with the uh, Roman Reigns and the Usos here. Uh, and I like this comment, even if I don't necessarily agree with it, from Nestor Curse saying the Usos will cost Roman the title on Sunday against Cesaro. Um, I I don't I okay. Cesaro's my guy. Okay, I the, the the dude's great. He's so talented. He's amazing. He so underrated and underappreciated in terms of what what he's been given in WWE. But uh, I don't see money on Sunday, even though they've they've done the classic thing where it's like, oh, he's standing tall again. So they want you to think that he's going to win, and then he's not going to because that's what they do. Um, he's not winning on Sunday. There's going to be more dissension here with the Usos. I do really like how we're seeing Jimmy Uso. Like, I like how they're drawing this out. I hope they continue to take their time with this because Jimmy Uso, I'm really starting to think he could have just as much success on his own as we've seen that Jay had, at least back in the fall, before he fell in line uh, with Roman Reigns. Like, Jimmy Uso is really playing this role very well, I think. What do you, what, what do you think about this? Well, role? okay, you see, you don't understand. There's a, there's a difference here with these two. Jimmy has the financial security that he can't lose his job because his wife is in there and they're good. So Naomi allows security for Jimmy that Jay just doesn't have. So you see, he has to fall in line. And I think uh, Jimmy Uso is very glad to let everybody know he's nobody's bitch. Wore it right on his shirt, big boy. Right on the shirt. Nobody's bitch. (laughs) And I like it. I like that there's this dissension. As far as Cesaro, right guy, right place, wrong time, wrong brand. Because you put him on Raw, you put him against Lashley, you put him against Drew, you put him against Braun especially, I think Cesaro can win. Anybody against Tribal Chief Roman right now cannot win this belt. But I'm looking forward to them stealing the show 
at WrestleMania Backlash. It's going to be a great match. And I, I think we can assume in many ways that Roman will win. I do like this prediction that if Cesaro doesn't win, uh, it may end up being Jimmy defeating Roman Reigns. Well, let road. me tell you why that won't happen. Because Jimmy Uso, like it or not, is, is tag team guy. And I, I think if anybody could have done it, main event Jay Uso could have had a shot. And he didn't get it done. I think Usos will be beating the Mysterios for the tag titles. We'll get there. But eventually Jimmy falls in line, ultimately. Is what I think I, I think that's realistic. But to play devil's advocate here, or Jimmy's advocate maybe, what if, you know, Jay, yes, Jay was like very hot at one point, had a lot of momentum. So he, it felt like he could have won. He didn't. He fell in line. But what if Jay doesn't what if jay continues to defy roman becomes this you know great baby face on smackdown and maybe down you know later this year even maybe uh maybe what if he wins what if it what if it's a multi-man match and he happens to pin whoever whoever else is in there so, to, so it's not beating roman directly i think it could that could happen i, I think it could this especially works. if this it's a, well. especially with the triple threat with uh jimmy and jay and roman i think one uso could pin the other yeah but I liked Roman Reigns say costing Jimmy the match and then saying, look, nobody cares about these stupid matches on TV. It's about the big money matches. That's an aura of realism that I think only the tribal chief or Charlotte Flair could get away with. Yeah, I agree. Roman Roman's the best. And yeah, we saw it tonight, like with that and then the beginning of the show, uh, kind of similarly, he was saying like, you know, I'm the head of the table. I'm the one. Uh, you know, I'm the champion, all, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, and he really like, you know, he brought it. He like, he really turned turned up the heat. Um, and I, yeah, I, I do like how there is that element of realism that he it works for him. You know, sometimes it can it can backfire, but with Roman, it tends to work out pretty darn well. And I'm definitely liking that. Um, and again, I my biggest hope here is that they will kind of draw this out. I was I was worried tonight. Uh, you know, when when Cesaro was in there beating up Jay again, that you know Jimmy would run in again, or uh, or we'd see you know him officially join forces of Roman. I do hope they kind of take their time with this and really draw it out. Not too much, but I'd rather them you know have it be a slow burn and then rush into anything because I do think there's definitely some uh, some life to this. I, I think it is a very good story. And just just when you know we were sitting here maybe like a month ago saying, oh, this, or maybe, okay, maybe like right after WrestleMania, it felt like the story was getting a little stale with Roman and everything. But now this has added, you know, fresh legs to it. And you can probably, I mean, if they do it well, they can probably draw it out to like SummerSlam, really, to keep, uh, until that next, you know, innovation, that next fresh uh, wrinkle to it, I guess, for, for lack of a better word. That's what how I, that's how I'm seeing this go. I don't know about you. I would like to see Cesaro get a few shots at it. I don't want him to be a one and done. I yeah. want him to get a couple shots because I think he deserves it. As long as and, it's not like Kevin Owens and it's not like three shots in a month. I, I'm good with three shots in a row as long as it's not Roman constantly punching him in the balls and putting him in a guillotine. Like, find other ways to win. If you can do that, then I'm very excited for it. Yeah. I like this comment from a uh, friend of Nando about just this... Uh, this mentality here for Roman and the Usos. He's saying, Tamatanga said it the best. Soldiers need to respect their captain, but the captain needs to give them something to respect. Roman has to make Jimmy see his vision. And I don't know how he's necessarily going to do that more than he already has when he's saying, like, hey, I'm the champion. You know, I'm doing this for the for, for the fam, doing this for the family. Uh, and J Jimmy's still not still not buying it. So I don't know. I think there's something to that, you know, in terms of the uh the uh you know the the thought process there, and that, that is kind of go, it's going to be one of the big questions here, and that's why I'm liking this, where it's kind of unclear how it's going to go. Um, 
you know, in that like eventually, yeah, I would I would realistically expect that at some point Jimmy will team up with Roman and Jay, but there there's that, you know, thought in the back of my mind that like, oh, maybe Jay will go the other way. So well, the bloodline is strong, and I believe in that bloodline, but I guess we'll have to see where it goes. Yeah, and I'm again, I'm liking it. You know, just when I just when I think that I'm falling out with it, they, they drag me back in because I'm really liking uh, this latest chapter and and uh, evolution of it. So I am very excited to see what happens with that, with the story in general, and then what happens on Sunday. Even if assuming Roman Reigns wins, I'm interested to see how that happens. Something else I'm interested to see if there's any follow up is King Nakamura, as uh, Michael Kent pointing out. Ooh. We saw. Uh, Baron Corbin defeat Shinsuke Nakamura after Corbin pinned Nakamura last week in a, in a multi-man tag team match. Uh, there was a rematch this week, and I was worried heading into it. I was like, you know, there it's a lose-lose because if you have Nakamura win, it's a 50-50. If you have Corbin win, that means that Nakamura has, like, ice-cold momentum. And so Corbin won, and then they 50 50 anyway by having Nakamura attack him after the match. And not only that, but take his crown, put on the crown. So Robert, the king of strong style, put on the crown that makes sense uh but i saw a lot of people wondering if this was um a, an indication of the king of the ring and that's what dj Garcia is saying you know is the, could this be a sign that's coming back maybe even this year you know knowing WWE, they tend to be kind of heavy-handed with this kind of stuff so could we see it maybe even this summer you think so first of all you said shinsuke nakamura has ice cold momentum but what's cooler than being cool colin <laughs> All right. Wow. 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 Okay. Corny. <laughs> leave that right there. Um, all right. So Nakamura, do I think he's going to win the King of the Ring tournament? No. But back in the day, they used to defend the crown. They can do that, right? Like, yeah, they should. The winner, the winner is yet. the king of WWE. I like that. Yeah, I think that'd be good. I. Uh... It's one of those things where it's like, if this has been possible, I even think of that in the past. So like now that you mentioned, I'm like, why haven't they done this sooner? Like King Corbin has been King Corbin for, I think we're almost at two years now. We've we've been sitting on this for like a year where it's like, he hasn't defended the crown. There hasn't been a King of the Ring tournament. So he's been in limbo. Um, so there is something to that. So maybe even if it's just this, this little, you know, one little feud here, I guess that's something. Um, and I, it's good for both guys, you know. Like I mentioned, King Corbin, uh, or I should say Nakamura, you know, has had he's been struggling lately on screen in terms of you know, losing and not really being featured very much. King Corbin, kind of the same, he'll, he'll win some matches, but by and large, hasn't been doing much. So, it, this is a good way to do something with these two guys. So, I guess that's a good thing. I would hope that we will see, uh, another king of the ring at some point soon uh but uh friends ronaldo has pointed out two weeks in a row now they've got to do a queen of the ring tournament i would be very much on board with that and well i think has... you should do both at the same time that's the... a lot of, that's a lot of tournament though at the same time is it though if you just do it as its, its own event it's king of the ring queen of the ring you do a uh, match one match men one match women and you just you just do it like you just get it done I feel like a lot of time WWE doesn't like to like confuse people. They like to do things as simplistically as possible. So they, I could easily see someone being like, "Oh, people are going to get confused because there's two tournaments going on." Like, who? I don't know. We're not dealing with infants. We're, we're but most... don't we treat us like we like? like I don't understand. Like we are sometimes. Most people watching the product are grown. Like we can handle these complex ideas of two similar ideas happening at the same time. And yeah, we can handle that because I mean, there's a 
men Raw's champion. There's a women's Raw's champion. There's a men and women's SmackDown champion. They have enough to where you can reasonably just go, okay, here's king, here's queen. Robert, if if they respected the viewers' intelligence, they wouldn't show like 30 minutes of video packages every single show with... I feel like at least my thought on it is the motive being like, just in case you weren't watching or just in case you didn't remember, this is what happened. Yes, it's to kill time. I get that. But I feel like there's something there where it's like, uh, you know, they, they, they assume that like people forget some of these things that, that happen or whatever it may be. I think they're just very optimistic and they think that every single week somebody's, you know, somebody new is watching. Yeah. But that's just like I have a problem with that too because like they, they should people can Google people can u- use YouTube like they know like they know millions of people lots of YouTube clips are you suggesting like, that people are smarter than what WWE gives them credit for that's exactly what oh I'm wow saying, Robert that's exactly what I'm saying and I, I wish sometimes WWE would like actually realize people are their viewers are smart sometimes you know uh, but I like the idea of spreading it out. I think, you know, as Nesterker is saying, you do maybe Queen of the Ring. Uh, I, don't, or I don't even know. There, there are some there are options. You could do, uh, you know, one on the network, one on TV. Nando saying you could do a Peacock exclusive two night event, you know, do them one night, you know, kind of back to back one per night. I like that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I we, we've saw, we've said a couple weeks in a row now. They do, really should start utilizing Peacock. I have to imagine they will. Uh, with these exclusive events um, beyond, you know, NXT necessarily, you know, I will, I do feel like that is probably going to come at some point, you know, when I don't know, but you know, hopefully at some point soon. Um, Cause I just think that would be very cool to see uh, queen, a queen of the ring tournament. And I always liked King of the ring. So I hope that we might, we had to see both of them at some point, but I agree that's not here or there, obviously, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully we get to see it. And if not, we'll keep complaining about it. So it's fine. Um, one thing I'm going to complain about because it was dumb was Dominic Mysterio saying that he should be called baby champ on after he wins on Sunday. And I was just like, <laughs> who writes this stuff in the worst way possible? I was like, are you kidding me? Like, oh, man. oh, okay. That he's, was bad. Robert. He's that baby was bad. champ. Do you understand how many uh, female audience members think that this guy is very cute, very uh, great-looking superstar. Baby Champ is going to lose him a lot of points in that category, I think, because it sounds like he gets his verbiage off. Yes, there it is. There it is right there. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Iridian gets it. What is Baby Champ? Bro, I wouldn't call Nicholas Baby Champ, let alone um, fully grown Dominic Mysterio, who carries his father piggyback because he's so much bigger than him. Wow, Baby Champ! I, you know what? That's a shame. Good luck getting anybody to take this guy seriously for like the next <laughs> six months, because that was seriously like Iridian's, uh, as she said. Dom lost brownie points tonight, and other people were saying it was lame. Shawnikov saying it was corny. Like, oh man. And like, okay, like it's the the problem is I could see it if it, if it was raw, right? Raw tends to have like, you know, some of them like lesser quality stuff. I hate to say, but like it feels like sometimes SmackDown doesn't do as much of that stuff. Although I will say the same writers that that brought that brought us Shorty G, I get it, but oh 
I that was one of those rare moments where I just like kind of did the double take and I was like, did that just happen? Like, I mean, like, uh, is Ray called Big is, Champ or Daddy like Champ? Daddy Champ? Or, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel weird calling Ray Mysterio Daddy, but like, you know, it's just, I don't know. Mm. Oh. It's not, not working for me. I don't know, man. I just before this, like before tonight, I was I was on board with Mysterio's winning on Sunday. I was like, let's do it. They're gonna make history. They're gonna freshen up the tag team scene. They're gonna do good things. And you know, great, it's gonna be different. And I'm curious to see what happens because the the Dirty Dogs. I saw a tweet today that like the Dirty Dogs. I think um, even though Robert Roode was gone for a while in like January or so, I think they've had like the third longest title reign or so now uh, for the SmackDown tag titles, something like that. Uh, they That's had had titles for a while. Um, and yeah, there is there is that the asterisk because uh Robert was gone, but that's still impressive. Um but in a lot of ways, like after this baby champ thing, like I'm I'd be just as fine with um with them keeping the titles because like the fact this happened on the go home show, I'm gonna be thinking about baby champ all day on Sunday. You believe you me. Um oh I like this from front Nanda, Daddy Ray and Poppy Dominic. Poppy well, Dominic Guerrero tying that back in i, I think uh, at some point dominic needs to turn on his father and just say simply you're not my father nice. but we'll, we'll get there i i can't get behind baby champ no nobody like, can nobody can like that i don't way. i don't know what i'm supposed to feel like i baby champ uh, not it's, good it's, it's, again it's a shame because like raw it's, it's fun to like crap on raw and say like oh raw, raw's this or that uh and usually we can say oh so there's smackdown like smackdown's doing cool stuff and they are right we got the roman reign stuff there are no other cool things but then you just you, you throw a wrench in it all with baby champ and, and then i'm just sitting here a little bit a little bit more sour than i should be about what was a pretty fun show um something i did like uh at least okay maybe not <laughs> maybe i had mixed feelings was the bailey and bianca blair segment where they exchanged words ahead of their title match on sunday and it was fine i liked that bailey said basically you know your your fairy tale reigns it's not going to end very well uh bianca said you're jealous because you got beat up by the bellas wrestlemania fine but robert the problem here is more that bailey has done nothing for the past like three months and we're supposed to believe and they're they're very much relying on everything that happened mm-hmm. last year uh mm-hmm. to give us any any hint that bailey could win on sunday but the problem is and WWE like intentionally does this it is very much a what have you done for me lately company if not business itself so you know we're sitting here watching the, the show every week bailey hasn't done anything yet now she got this title shot because she's bailey um and yeah, I I like I'm liking what the, what I like the storyline like they're doing good stuff, but just there's that inherent flaw of I don't think Bailey's gonna win, so why why should I really care? Especially because we saw this feud, you know, late, late last year, early this year. It's just it's I don't know. Bad that I'm desensitized to the point where I know she's not gonna win. I don't really care, like. As long as it's good, because you haven't convinced me that she's going to win, nor do I think it would happen anyway, because Bianca just got the belt. That being said, if you give them a good 20 minutes, 25 minutes, they could have the best match of the night. Yeah, you know, the the 
as always, like they're gonna have good matches. It's gonna be good. And you know, we can sit here and say like the the creative was this or that, and it wasn't great. Um, the match is gonna be great. Like Bianca and Sasha had a great match at WrestleMania. It stands to reason that Bianca and Bailey are gonna have a good match on Sunday. Like that's not the problem. It's just like I'm sitting here like you know trying to get excited about the match, and then I'm just there's that it's like an it's an it's an unnecessary obstacle like it's you know it's one thing it's just like it, you just have her beat in theory you could have her just win a couple of matches just like she has some momentum like that's all it's about and then i will say the problem with that is that i saw a tweet during smackdown that i think there is what eight women in the smack active women in the smackdowns division right now which is crazy because then i guess that's what natalia samina Shayna and Nia are technically on Raw, so I don't think they count. They got the Riot Squad, Carmella, uh, Sasha technically, and Bailey. So they're, you know, on paper, yeah, I would think just give her some easy wins, but when you don't really have the the excess people you could just toss out there to lose, I guess that's maybe how we this line is up where you, when we merge the if we merge the brands. I've been beating this drum, but honestly, if you merge Raw and SmackDown. You have a healthy women's division, a healthy women's tag division. You have one guy in Roman. You have a bunch of challengers for that guy. You've got uh, two mid-card champs with a bunch of healthy challengers. Like I know we like the brand split, but I think merging would be better. It's funny because in some ways, I think the best thing would be like a middle ground of baron split but maybe uh, i don't even know <laughs> i don't know you know like uh you can't because you can't just merge you know you can't just merge the women's division you can't just merge the tag division like it feels like and this is one of those problems that ever would require like some big sweeping changes and i don't see them really doing that when you've got these, these con the the broadcasting contracts and everything like that i go to i think we've heard in the past that like fox and usa both want their own stars it's it's a it's a mess, and I don't. There's no like. I'm paying. Why would you want your own stars when you could just go? Hey, look! Everybody's got Roman. That there's your star. Everybody's got Charlotte. There's your star. Everybody's got Becky. Whenever she comes back, there's your star. Yeah, I do. The one thing I wonder is that I often hear the comment that at least in the short term we need a superstar shakeup to even if it's not going to help this brand split problem at least would freshen up things and that's saying we need the superstar shakeup robert when would you do the superstar superstar shakeup now because usually it's like right after wrestlemania now we're you know let's, let's say after sunday that's you know the pay-per-view after wrestlemania then we're on the road to money in the bank then SummerSlam, like and then the usually the draft is in october so like is there even a good time to do the shakeup at this point or are we just kind of like doomed for like you know i think uh, and, we're stuck in october yeah I, I, unfortunately, because I think the shakeup after Mania is usually good because it lets you know, hey, after Mania, there's a whole new world. But I think it's an October thing now. Yeah. And and I'm usually like on paper, that's that's fine. You know, it's a good time for it. It's right. Kind of it's ironically, it's kind of during a, a lull in the year. You know, usually things are kind of slow, slow in the fall anyway. But things are slow now in, in, in some ways so people want it now and then you know it's it's may and october is five months away so if we're sitting here like there's saying there's eight women and that active uh in the women's division on smackdown uh and obviously raw's its own mess in many other ways you know that's a tough pill to swallow when uh there's no real 
sweeping change even just with the roster to shake up that that feeling of being stale but then again there are times there there are things that make it easier to get through that like the fact that next week we're going to get a fatal four-way intercontinental intercontinental championship match between biggie Sami Zayn, apollo cruz and kevin owens before we talk about that we're talking about the fact that commander aziz got a, a medal of honor tonight and i'm still so divided about everything about this because robert and i've talked about it like on one hand i'm like wow this is really something else but then i'm like all right uh, at least he's on tv doing good things and winning matches and being successful i guess that's good right yeah i don't know man this is this look first of all the ad fatal four-way would make backlash a whole hell of a lot easier to watch yep uh but that's neither here nor there the commander is these thing the medal of honor fine uh i don't know what the shelf life is for him beyond this thing with Apollo, but at least Baba Tunde is on TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I like him. I like Baba Tunde. He's big. He is big. He is that, big. That's that's what that's what they like, you know. They, they like these these, you know, enforcer kind of things. We were seeing uh AJ and almost on Raw. Now we've got Apollo and Commander Aziz and technically uh, down in NXT you've got uh the hit roll records doing cool stuff there as well. So no it's it's very much this pattern that works. Put put a big dude with a another dude and ho- hope that they're good together and i mean i don't know that i will say they're doing something you know it's not like you mentioned the, the shelf life here this was a, a something you know to kind of move this along you know it's not it wasn't this was they haven't done this every week or anything this was just a, a new progression in the store in this gimmick in the storyline so at least there's that uh then we did we did get you know biggie interrupting apollo you're saying you know i want i want your i want the title and then Sami Zayn much the same thing kevin owens came out they all brawled and we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks now like i very much thought we were going to get fatal four-way match for the title on the pay-per-view on sunday and that would be great because that'd be really exciting and you know, like you said that would make backlash m- much more fun to watch you know that would definitely it makes it an easier watch it really does because yeah. you know it's gonna be a great match and at the same time you know that means that next week on smackdown we're gonna get this match it's gonna it's gonna be great and it might even get more time because it's on smackdown so that is a plus um it's always a balance of of putting matches on pay-per-view and doing it on the tv show because you want them both to feel special but when i look at the the backlash card a lot of wrestlemania repeats or you know repeats with some variation and this could have really helped shake it up a bit so i am a little disappointed about that um i'm i would very much assume that apollo apollo will win this match here uh although that's not a guarantee obviously we saw you know put it back on sammy just sammy's a great guy sammy hasn't won a match since what like december so he's due for a win (laughs) not not in the title match what does that do what does that do for the title well it's nothing the title makes him because because it's the IC title. It's the lineage dating back to Pat Patterson, uh, Rio de Janeiro. You know the deal. Like, it's a balance. All right, you gotta, you gotta like both think both the the wrestler and and the title need to benefit here. You can't just like prop up Sammy with a title when he hasn't won in months. And yes, I know Nando and Sammy. Sammy is money. Sammy is money. Sammy's great. I love Sammy. He's doing great work. But and he and he has been. But like. I'm I'm very firmly believe that that you know titles Look, matter. This is one of those. Be... This is one of those shitty situations where all four dudes need a win. 
and likely it's just going to go right back to uh, Apollo. But E needs to get away from him. Uh, Kevin Owens, I like him with Sammy, but I don't think that this is going to go anywhere. And Sammy is evergreen because he's a great heel. He's a great baby face. But will they actually do anything with him beyond this? Remains to be seen. That icy title, I see staying on Apollo until Cesaro takes it from him. I can see that. You know, I, I think that would make sense. It's, you know, assuming, especially as we have been, that Cesaro's not going to beat Roman even after, you know, let's say maybe gets a rematch with Money in the Bank. Maybe that's the SummerSlam thing. I saw someone commented earlier that they would predict Cesaro would win the Universal title at a bigger show like SummerSlam, but maybe as kind of a consolation prize, Cesaro would win the IC title at SummerSlam instead. I could see that happening pretty darn easily. So, you know, I think he, he will be a, a prominent player on SmackDown for at least the next couple of months. So uh, that would be a pretty darn good prediction in my book. Uh, but let's talk about the Aleister Black promo because I have no idea what this man is talking about. And I like it. I, I like the I like the presentation here. At the same time, though, this man's out here talking about daddy issues. And I I don't know where we're going. Like, he's, he's saying, like, you know... Is it, is it, like, he's messed up because of his dad. And he's got, like, tales of the dark father. It's like, all right... You know, so, so where's this is, going? I, I don't like that this is the second time we've used the word daddy on this podcast. <laughs> right? But here we, here we are anyway. Um, I, I like it. I like it, especially with the report that uh, Zelina is coming back, potentially. Yeah. I like that Zelina might be paired with a certain second, uh, I'm sorry, fourth generation competitor. And uh, Simone Johnson. And I, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. I like the blacks on TV. Yes. I don't know if I really need to hear about his daddy issues. I really like the no man is truly good. No man's truly evil. I'm just going to be like this kind of middle ground guy. And, you know, have these, uh, the ruins text and the stuff like that. Do that. But of course you ruin that. So you need to try to freshen him up with a new coat of paint. And, this is what they're doing. Yeah. And I don't know where it's going. I, I think I heard uh, some people cut on the fact that, it, or the possibility he might've said the architect at the very end of the message tonight, leading some speculation about Seth Rollins. Uh, and that was one thing that I thought could Didn't make Seth sense. Rollins like take his eye out or something. Yes. Yeah. They, they, um... that like, that was the end of the road for Alistair Black. Uh, his like initial run on raw there. Um, you know, as, as a baby face, he got beat up by you know, Rollins and, and Murphy and everything. They jabbed his eye out with the stairs, came back as a heel. That obviously didn't work out very well. Um, so there's history there. There's motive. But they're both they're both bad guys right now, or at least in, it seems. Seth like, Rollins um, isn't really doing much of anything, is he? He wasn't even on show tonight. No, he, his feud with Cesaro yeah. over. So now he's he could kind of be a baby face and just have Black be a heel, and maybe you go there and. Yeah, he's another one who's kind of just floating, and I don't like it because a lot of top stars here, and I love Roman, but you got to do a little bit more than just Roman and the challenger of the month. Right now, it feels like there's a lot of puzzle pieces that can go in many different directions. Yeah, and and that's exactly what DJ Garcia is saying about Seth, is that it feels like he's in between. I don't know if he means heel and face right now, because to me, Seth is very much a, a, a heel. And that would be, I, I like the idea of 
I've said this like as of months ago. I, I I think he should have come back as a face, and I think now he could be face, but like that would be such a a, dra a drastic change. Uh, and I don't really know how you like how you make that happen. Where you know he could very be he could very well be this logical target for Alistair Black here, uh, but at the same time, I don't know how you make the the logistics of that work out. Um, I don't know. But I like this idea that you know if even though he's in limbo, we got money in the bank next month. So that is very easily a way, in theory, to kind of catapult somebody uh, back into the spotlight, into the prominence there. Um, so I think Edge needs to win Money in the Bank. Edge doesn't need Money in the Bank, Robert. He's Edge. What are you, what are you talking about? He doesn't need Money in the Bank, but let me assure you of something. That briefcase needs Edge. That briefcase has gone through hell in the last five years. It that really briefcase has. needs Edge. And Edge can get the briefcase and then sit at home with a guaranteed title shot and remind people of wh who he is. Aridin Fierro, best friend of the show, wants to know, where's he been? I want to know the same thing because I was oh, I stoked for WrestleMania. Like, yeah, Edge has been here the whole time. And then he just sort of faded into obscurity. He got uh, stack pinned and just faded away. I yeah. think he needs Money in the Bank and Money in the Bank needs him. And Rollins is a good option. Corbin's a good option. Don't kill me. I think he is. <laughs> like uh, e, e is a great option. Yes. Uh, it's to all me, a matter of timing and story. To me... I would agree that the case needs Edge, but Edge does not need the case. Uh, I do. There's obviously the history there. Edge, maybe more than anybody, uh, at least on the current roster, especially has that history of money in the bank. He won, I think, the first one, and then he he took he the was second one tied into like the first six cash-ins, whether he was yeah. being cashed in on, helped the other person cash in, or doing the cash-in. He was tied to that briefcase for so long. The briefcase needs him, and I hate to say it, but there's a bunch of new fans that probably don't know it runs that deep. So yeah, it's a great time to remind people. You want to run a million video packages and act like nobody ever knows what's going on. You could actually inform them of something that maybe they don't know. Yeah, and I, that was one of the interesting things about WrestleMania season was that, yeah, a lot of the you know longer-term fans new edge loved edge knew all of the history there but plenty of new fans are like all right we know this dude's like important but we don't know this dude you know so there there's definitely probably a, a good chunk of fans like that uh but i like robert i'm old-fashioned all right I, I like money in the bank to be this springboard you know last year it didn't work out but otis won and there was at least it seemed like the plan to kind of boost this guy up and you look back, it's been used for guys like CM Punk to launch him up. It's been used for, hey, when Edge won that title, he wasn't really on the level yet, way, way back when. And then that, that took him there. So I, I'm looking at guys like Big E, uh, maybe even Damian Priest, as Michael Kent's saying. That's maybe uh, a little Priest soon. for Raw Bank. I want to just remind Michael Kent. Unfortunately, it's not a Raw Money in the Bank and a SmackDown Money in the Bank anymore. It's a men's and a woman's. So all Priest could. Here's the thing. Baby faces and the briefcase, they don't mesh unless you're Rob Van Dam and you're specifically tasked with hyping up the Revival ECW brand. Uh, I think a heel would have to win it. And I think, here, here's why I, I think Edge. And yeah, 
I know many people, I, I've been told before that I like wrestling from the 1850s and I, I'm a very uh, old soul at heart when it comes to this industry, but Edge, the promos that can be cut, he can literally say, nobody knew what this briefcase was before me. I made so many rules that are now just lore of this briefcase. That's all me. And Damien Priest, great. Not as a baby face. You have to be a heel to have money in the bank because you got to be a shit bag who can just like sneak in and cash in. That's why Miz cash in worked because like oh, Miz can't beat anybody, but he can beat McIntyre after the chamber and assault from Bobby Lashley. I will say there's like two exceptions to the to the heel rule. Okay, like and although it's kind of a gray area because when Sam Punk cashed it on Edge in 2008 or so, uh, he was a face, and then you know he didn't really become a heel till the next year. But you know you could, in theory, maybe have a face cash in that you want to turn into a heel because it is a Weasley thing to do. And then same thing with Dana Bryan years ago, he cashed in that it turned him heel because it is a Weasley way to win a title. So maybe you don't need to be a heel like when you cash in, but if if you want to take that person in that direction, that's possible. Um, or there you go the go the, the John Cena honorable method where you're like, hey, I'm gonna cash in on you and I'm I'm gonna let you know it because that's the right thing to do, because I'm a good guy. And yeah. then lose. Then <laughs> and well, then lose. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Um there it doesn't need to be that defined like that you know especially when i'm sitting here imagining how it might go you you've sold me on the edge idea okay i hadn't considered that now that you mentioned it's it, something I like that i hadn't thought of until this very show where you start thinking okay money in the bank okay that's a great way to reintroduce edge and he doesn't have to get too physical in the ladder match either because i know yeah. that's a big concern obviously but he can pick his spots and just do what he needs to do to win yeah, and I mean, I have always really enjoyed Money in the Bank. I I thought it was great last year when they, when they did the, uh, the the headquarters setup. If it is a traditional show this year, or if it's you know another headquarters one, it's a very fun time. Especially if you know it's a good time to to do new things again. As I said, springboard somebody new, um, and there 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 are options. Damian Priest, Michael Covington, wondering if it could be Jay Uso could be interesting, or Jimmy even if we're going with this Reigns Uso kind of thing. Uh, I like this idea, kind of off off the wall, but could happen. You know, Adam Cole bring the SmackDown, let him win. There's a lot that could happen. I think Adam Cole is the future of wrestling. I think he's one of the greatest in the business. I would be all for Adam Cole being champion yeah. or being winning for, for him. To me, like you know, on on paper, Money in the Bank, great way to do that. And while right now we've got two heel champions, you know, the the thing about Money in the Bank is that you've got the contract for a year, so. You know, call him up, have him win the case, build him up a little bit, and then maybe when there's a face champion, boom, have him swoop in and, and ruin the day for them. But it's a fun time for, for like I, I like Money in the Bank, and even like even if we take that out of the equation where we're limited to whoever's ever on the roster, there's still a lot of good options. If you do, even especially if you factor in Edge, but even beyond that, whoever like the people actively on the shows, I could think of a number of people I'd like to see. Um, and I'm I'm going to be very curious to see how the road to money in the bank unfolds. Before we can talk about that and the, and just the the backlash pay per view this weekend, I do want to give our ratings for SmackDown briefly. Uh, Robert, you go first. What do you think of SmackDown tonight? Solid eight. I think they built up the main event very well. I like Tamina and Natalia winning the belts. 
I like that we have title match next week that should steal the show. A solid eight. I'm going to go for a shaky eight. I see your solid eight. I'll give you a shaky eight because I'm that put off by the baby champ thing and you know some of my problems with what uh, was he going for there the, were they the, trying to be funny with like the, i saw someone joke about the baby shark song like that is the only thing i can possibly think of because like uh, or if it, like can you imagine say, if we get to smackdown next week and there's a literal baby champ remix of baby shark i will pound my head on the desk i'm sitting uh, you know what though it's, i just it's, give up i give up it's very wwe <laughs> to jump onto something two years after it's a thing so maybe we could it's a i uh slice <laughs> coming from them like it's on my hard eight <laughs> i said a shaky eight i should have said a soft eight but i didn't want to go there but uh, we, we appreciate you nando but we're getting some comments you know it seems like you know <laughs> Yeah, a little mixed mixed bag of SmackDown. Uh, Radiant giving a six. Uh, Nestor Carlson eight point five. Michael Kent with an eight. Uh, Laura Rock with an eight point four. Uh, Seven point five from Michael Kent. Like even a nine point five from DJ Cassier. So, you know, it's it's a it's a pretty wide spectrum here. Usually we get kind of some consistency, but I guess it depends just like how much you enjoy some of the good things and how much you're bothered by some of the bad. Because this week there was some really good and some really bad. Um, Man, that, that baby shark that is going to just stick with me because that was so bad. Oh, man. But regardless, we've got WrestleMania Backlash this weekend. It would have been much better if we had that IC title match on the card, but we don't. But at least on the SmackDown side of things, it should be a pretty fun show. Uh, even if the matches don't have the most unpredictability, we know we're going to get uh, Roman Reigns and Cesaro for the Universal title. Sasha Banks, sorry. Oh, man. Bianca Belair and yeah. Bailey for the SmackDown. I title. wish Sasha Banks, man. I... <laughs> I miss like, Sasha Robert, Banks. I'm going to quote you. I'm going to quote you. She's making that Star Wars money. She doesn't need she to be on is. right now. You know what I mean? Like, I, I respect it. Disney Plus, best streaming service. She's making that Disney Plus cash. Can't be mad at it. Man. Oh. But uh, we got uh, Bianca's got to win this one, right? I mean, she just won the belt. She should yeah. win. Like, th- this, I mean, I could see the you know potential for an upset with Roman Reigns, bar even though it's if it's a very small one, Bianca's not losing on Sunday. Like that's not gonna happen. I'm sorry. Uh but as I said be- before this before tonight, I was very much into the Mysterios winning. They're gonna face the dirty dogs for a SmackDown tag titles on Sunday. And now I'm all but rooting for them to lose because I don't want Baby Champ to be a thing. And I'm very worried that if they do win, we are going to get that Baby Champ remix. And that is the last thing that I want. I'd rather have the Dirty Dogs for months on end because Baby Champ is bad. I do not want that. They Um, they, they really shouldn't let him cut any more promos. I feel like we're heading in that direction because he he was all right to possibly even good back when he was on Raw. But like has not been very like i'm i'm at least what we've seen he's, he's barely on the show and like now that he is like it's not good i'm looking at the card right now though we've it's right now it's six matches we've got the ones we just mentioned so three from smackdown and three from raw maybe we'll get another some you know one or two added throughout the weekend um but man this car like easily could have had that icy title match to prop it up make it a better show Unfortunately, it's I'll go ahead and try a prediction. Apollo retains for next who week. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, like you said, all all, all four guys kind of need that win. Uh, no, none of them can really. I mean, I hate to say it, Sammy can take the pin there. It's fine. Like you said, he's going to be. He's doing great no matter what. Um, kind of the same for Kevin Owens. Like, dude can lose as many matches you know as you want, and so credible. Um, one prediction for a match that would make sense based on what we saw tonight for Michael Kent saying Nakamura versus Corbin for the pre-show or the kickoff show on Sunday, or if they want to beef it up to seven matches on the card itself could see that or if they want to keep it at six yeah that, that would very much be a logical uh pre-show match uh, they'll just I mean, keep building it next week well, i don't think they do anything there maybe they'll do uh we see this sometimes where they'll like kind of randomly throw a tag match on the kickoff so dj gassa pointing out or asking where was alpha academy tonight uh no otis and chad gable tonight we talked about sasha banks she was gone no no seth rollins uh there are some of these weeks where you do have a bunch of uh notable absences so maybe we'll get I, here's Mike. I'll kind of respond to that prediction from Michael Kent. Maybe we'll get uh, the the Street Profits and Nakamura versus Corbin and American Alpha for the kickoff show. Maybe that could be a thing uh, to get them all on the card. There, um, I don't think they're as worried with the getting everybody on the card now that we're in a Thunderdome era. But since we're apparently leaving that era on July 16th, according to um, was it Matt Men podcast? Yeah. So how, how credible is that? All right, like I, they're that's actually so they're actually pretty credible. So they're credible enough that my boss said run it. So yeah. I trust Sean. Sean says run it. I, I trust him. I am just surprised because we've seen Nikon WWE president say when they do another live show, it's going to be a return to a semi regular normal. <laughs> touring schedule and just there was so smackville. clear that they're gonna bring thing. back smackville and it, that's gonna that's gonna kick off everything we need is smackville smackville will save smackdown yes that will be that's the key to making everything i, I honestly i think they should just wait for yeah, yeah. summer wait for slam SummerSlam. but the if obvious... they don't who knows well I mean, we'll see if that is true. Obviously, we've talked about it before. We talked about it for WrestleMania. There's pros and cons to having the fans back. Uh, for me, it's like I said back then. You know, I've just gotten so used to the Thunderdome. It's just, it's like, oh, it's just crazy to think about the full-on return of fans. Not that I like, I miss having that energy. Like WrestleMania was great. It's just like we've gotten so uh, embroiled in this era. It's just like hard to see anything else. Even with AEW having fans for shows now. Uh, for pretty consistently, it's just be, the WWE product uh, has been the Thunderdome. So that is pretty uh, crazy to think about. That you know, one way or another, we are kind of on the the tail end of this here, where you know whether it's yeah. July. What, July I wonder what happens to the Thunderdome. Like, do they retire it forever, keep it in the bag for the next pandemic, or you know, what do they do with the Thunderdome? I mean. I don't know. That's that's what the one thing you have to think about. They've invested so much in it financially. They you know probably put it in storage for a, a, call it a, a rainy day if they ever need it again. Heaven forbid. Um, I don't, yeah, because yeah, they wouldn't just throw it away. You know, they, they yeah. Kept, I they, hope uh, they, we never. I hope we never need it again. But also, like, obviously, use it for house shows. Use it for something like you know. I mean, find a reason to make it usable. Yeah, and there well, there are ways to do that. Uh, you know, uh, DJ Cassier saying that you could do uh, on the A and E Most Wanted Treasures, or do it for do it for the next Throwback Show. In, in ten years, Robert, let's do let's do Throwback SmackDown Thunderdome style. In ten years, when those 
where those crazy kids are just nostalgic for the pandemic. <laughs> just, just go ahead. Yeah, who knows, man? Who knows where things are going to be in 10 years? It's a crazy, crazy thing to think about. But yeah, that that's what, whether it's July or August, we are presumably uh, coming into this return of fans era, you know, ending the Thunderdome. Um, and we'll just have to see what happens with that. So regardless, we've got Russell May back off this weekend. We're going to have you guys covered with plenty, plenty of shows uh with that we'll plenty of coverage for the news on sunday as well i'm gonna be doing a backlash preview feature keep your eyes out for that this weekend uh otherwise obviously everything we do here at wrestling is help you guys enjoy wrestling as much as you can whether it's the raw post show with myself and john clark john and i cover nxt on tuesdays uh the, the dynamite dudes add to have your AEW coverage needs met with their own show they also do wcw rewritten i was we have this show and constantly a great stream of news coming at you guys bill pritchard recently interviewed the first lady of ring of honor maria canales bennett constantly a great a great stream of stuff coming at you gotta you gotta subscribe leave a like uh any audio platform you use change i forget we've got you covered youtube soundcloud spotify whatever it may be check it out we've got you covered we appreciate your support um yeah. uh, i buy plugs i'll follow me on twitter at dude felice Check me out this weekend. I'll be on the Battleground Podcast Network with Iridian Fierro and I'll be joining them for a backlash preview. Uh, of course, you can find me on Smartout Moment always. You can find me on Fightful always. You can find me basically anywhere wrestling is on the internet. I am somehow there now. And of course, coming to this very podcast feed, we have an interview with a former WWE Tag Team Champion, which should be hitting the feed within the next week or so. So stay tuned for that. And Robert, yeah. Robert of the suspense, not even dropping the name. We're making you wait and wait and see. Uh, I'm, I'm a, little, a professional, Colin. Thank you. A little, little breadcrumb there. Just got to wait and see which tag team champion's coming at you. But I, I, I got the scoop. I happened to check it out. And it's a good one. You're going to want to check it out. It's going to be a good interview. So make sure to, again, keep your, keep your eye out for that uh, for that interview and just to address uh, Nesha Curtis's comment. Yes, I was very sick earlier this week. It was very bad. I was miserably sick on Tuesday during the NXT show. Thankfully, I am like 90% of the way better now. Still a little. You bounced back quick because I remember you saying you were sick and just worrying about you. And boy, here you are 72 hours later. Yeah, thankfully, uh, that was a, a pretty, a pretty, uh, Short, short and sweet. On, there's no such thing as a sweet cold, but you know what I mean. It was, it was short, short lived. Let's say that. So yes, thankfully, I'm uh, reeling back into shape just in time for Backlash weekend. It's gonna be good. Very excited about it. Keep your eyes out for again. I'm gonna have a Backlash at least preview out for you guys. We're gonna have tons of news coverage. We'll have a Backlash post show, uh, and again, all the other stuff we're doing here at WrestleZone, to help, trying to help you guys, uh, all of you, enjoy wrestling. Uh, however, however you can, just uh, helping you guys with all that coverage. Uh, leave a like, subscribe. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your support. And do one, I guess, two things. I'm going to try out Nando's tagline here. Stay safe and love wrestling. Thanks for listening, listening everybody.